The government was warned its efforts to tackle New Zealand's housing affordability issues could be hampered by wood shortages. The issues become so significant, Building and Construction Minister Potter Williams is considering limiting timber exports to ensure there's enough in the country. This comes as the cost of building materials continues to rise, pushing up house prices. There are so many questions and there are many conflicting statements and that's just in the last 40 minutes. So I'm joined by Phil Taylor, President of the Forest Owners Association. Very good morning to you, Phil. Yeah, morning, Kerry. I'm finding it very difficult to follow the train of who's got what and where it's going and why there is a shortage. Look, yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm more than happy to help try and clear up some of the misinformation that's going on around out there. Excellent. Okay, do the Chinese own all our forests? No, they don't. Okay. Who does? Uh, forest ownership in New Zealand is spread across a wide range of um, people. Um, you know, 40% of the current uh, timber production in New Zealand is coming from forests that are owned by New Zealanders. Uh, and the balance, the 60%, is coming from what we call larger corporate forest owners. Yeah. And they are either owned by local companies like the Dunedin City Council, City Forests, or overseas investors. And they're made up of predominantly um, American investors, uh, what we call TMOs, Timber Investment Management Organisations. Right. Do they have a say on where the timber goes and what gets done with it? Those overseas owners? Yeah. Yes, they do. Right, okay. They, man they manage, they own the forests, they manage the forests and they market from those forests um, to best advantage. And is all, are all trees planted created equal? Can they all be used for the same thing, depending on how much that thing is going to get them in return as a finished no, product? No, no, they can't. Mm -hmm. A forest will typically yield a very wide range of products. So um, this year, New Zealand's estimated to export or to harvest, sorry, around about 35 million cubic metres of logs from the forests. That's across the whole forest estate in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. As I said, 40% of those logs will be harvested by small growers, typically um, New Zealanders. Of that volume of that 35 million cubic metres, approximately 45% of it is kept in New Zealand, and they are typically the higher grade logs which are used for what we call domestic processing. Right. Now, that might be processing to produce lumber for house construction, or it might be used in pulp and paper, packaging, etc. Right. The balance of that um, 35 million cubic metres is exported overseas, and typically that roughly 55% is what we call our lower-grade industrial logs. These are our um, KI, K-grade, KIS. They're all the sort of the codes we use, but fundamentally they're industrial-grade logs. They're the lower-quality ones that are used for boxing overseas. If the world is experiencing a housing boom, as, as governments around the world look to do infrastructure projects and as people stuck at home look to add an extra bedroom onto their homes, aren't they going to be screaming for our higher-grade timber and saying, yes, all very well and good, and we know you want to do your bathrooms, but we can pay you 30% more. That's got to be tempting for forestry owners. Yeah, well, that, in fact, isn't, isn't actually what happens. Right. Uh, first of all, um, around about 10% of the cost of building a house is made up of the timber, so it's a relatively small component of the overall costs. So to put the sort of the... Um, put the, the fault at the forest growers and the sawmillers in terms of increased timber costs, it only makes up a very small part of it. Um, the other point I'd make is that the majority of New Zealand's high-quality logs are kept in New Zealand to supply the domestic market. 
The problem isn't log availability at the moment. It's an issue around that sawmill capacity. Because of the unprecedented demand for lumber in New Zealand for house construction and other construction activities, yeah. there, just, there just isn't sufficient capacity in New Zealand to process the logs which are available. And therefore, the forest owners export the balance because there is no, there's no demand for logs from the sawmills. They just don't have enough capacity to process more. Can't the um, forestry owners keep them in the ground until such time as the as the processors say, okay, we're ready for the next lot? Uh, no. Uh, what you've got to appreciate, these forest investors, which are also made up a significant component of them in New Zealanders, have invested for over 30 years, basically, yeah. to grow these forests. Um, they have taken the risks of growing forests, and those are quite significant risks. And so they are entitled to earn a return on that investment. The other, the other point I would make is that when you, when you harvest a tree, you don't produce just logs that can be used for the domestic market. There's a whole uh, range of uh, what we call downgrade logs, the lower quality logs that have to go somewhere else. They're not demanded by the, export, by the domestic market, so they have to go overseas. So you simply cannot basically harvest a tree without producing some export grade logs. Okay, so if we hadn't had COVID, would we be? Would there be a supply issue? Well, that's that's difficult to, mm -hmm. to say, quite frankly, because I mean, COVID has had a number of impacts. Um, obviously, um, since COVID, there's been very low interest rates, and that stimulated demand for construction. Uh, it also has had an impact on our productive capacity in New Zealand, and there is one of New Zealand's major sawmills that embarked on an upgrade uh, just prior to COVID. Mm. And as a result of the disruption through COVID, that upgrade has been delayed. And therefore, that has had a material impact on production coming out of that mill. And I note that um, in the press release from the minister this morning, he, um, he mentioned specifically carters in terms of withholding volume. That it was simply because their upgrade hadn't gone to plan and their productive capacity was significantly curtailed. It wasn't an anti-competitive uh, behaviour. Well, that's what it looked like when it was first announced way back then. Um, yes. Why does the Northland re region no longer have any more structural graded timber to make uh, Karaholt Harvey sawmill economically viable? Well, it wasn't so much. Uh, the supply in Northland has always been a problem. I mean, one of the challenges New Zealand has is it has sort of a regional concentration of forest resource and typically you talk about the central north island the bay of plenty where there is a very significant critical mass of timber mm -hmm. and that allows for the establishment of very competitive sawmills and you see in the central north island you have red stag who are investing significantly in expanding their capacity and and um and Carter Holt harvey as well so basically to have efficient sawmilling you need scale part of the challenge with northland is that it doesn't have the scale of forest resource to support sufficiently scaled and economic sawmills. Right. And it's a bit, yeah, as you say, it takes 30 years to grow the Correct. tree. So you can't do that lightly. It does seem a shame, though, that so many of our sawmills have closed at a time when we so desperately need them. Yes, and, that, and that's the function of the, predominantly it's the function of the scale of the sawmills. To be able to saw right. your logs efficiently, you need scale. Gotcha. So I take it, as president of the Forest Owners Association, you wouldn't appreciate 
Photo Williams telling you you can't export your logs? No, not <laughs> at all. You know, at a, at a time when New Zealand re- really needs to generate um, export income, and at a time when forestry has been identified as being one of the primary sectors that is going to support New Zealand coming out of the economic malaise of COVID, it seems strange that we have a minister suggesting that we need to reduce exports. And the reality is, such a reduction will not help the supply of domestic lumber. As I say, it's not a log or lumber supply issue. It's a sawmilling capacity issue, coupled with very strong demand, which may reduce in time. Brilliant. I really do appreciate you taking the time to spell it out for me, Phil. I do. President of the Forest Owners Association.